We have a a lot to get to, as always. We're going to recap the impeachment, what went down, the you know the whole trial. We, we didn't really talk about it much, what was happening, but uh, now that it's over, now that we know the outcome, we'll talk about what the hell happened. What the hell happened there? What the, that was just a... But we knew it would be like that, though. We really did. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. That's why we didn't man. talk about it, because we knew yeah, we what was going to happen. We knew the way it was going to go. We knew it was going to wait. But in case you weren't paying attention, because you knew how it was going to go, we'll let you know, just so you're informed. We'll give you, like, a little st- a play-by-play of it. And then after that, the lighter side of it's news to us. Because we need to, like, kind of blow off some steam, I think. And so we'll, just, we'll have fun, folks. You're here for you're here to learn and you're here to have fun. Mandatory fun after you after mandatory learning. It's all mandatory. Mostly learning. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then recess. Then recess. <laughs> if you're good. If you're good. Welcome to the United States of America. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Yeah, we had to get rid of Marilyn Manson in the theme song, so I thought... We're a game show! Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the, it does sound like a game show, right? I don't know if this is going to be every week, but... Mm-hmm. I like it. It's not. It's actually the Blues Brothers, but you know, there you go. Thank you, Elwood and the other guy. Oh. What was the other guy? I forgot his name. <laughs> I never knew one of their names. What? I didn't. Jason is all offended, but he can't tell me. Yeah. What? It's Elwood and what? Jake. Jake, thank you. That's I, was, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, I think that's Elwood's first name. <laughs> no, you're right. It's I think it's Jake and Elwood. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there we go. Because you know we had Marilyn Manson in the in the opening last week, and uh, th- yeah, it's getting bad for that guy. I think actually he was he was more devastated to lose his spot on our intro opening than he was his record label contract. That's what the uh, sources are saying. Yeah, that's a joke. Uh, it's gonna be one of those shows. What's up on social media, guys? What's happening there, Katie? You've been on fire. You've been on fire. You've had a lot of tweets and a lot of followers this week. What's going on? How are you? How are you? Like, uh, you're like fanning the flames on social. It's news to us. Twitter. <laughs> well, I I watched a lot of impeachment trials, so uh, yeah, yeah, I was doing a lot of live tweeting. You were, and, and people were really responding to what you were saying. Here's one of your live tweets: Trump's lawyer is seriously weird. Why is he mad at the House managers? They aren't the ones that made Trump guilty. <laughs> Hashtag impeach Trump. Uh, yes, I agree. That dude was like. <laughs> ranting and yelling and banging his fist <laughs> and like his nose is all red yeah he was acting a fool and he, he, he looked like Didn't he was he get laughed at <laughs> yeah we do have a clip of that later <laughs> oh good yeah <laughs> thank god we will talk about the impeachment in in detail in a second here um also katie tweeted uh, the impeachment of course related to the insurrection and then katie tweeted a um a wanted sign from the FBI looking for this guy who gouged out the eyeballs of a U.S. Capitol police officer, which I didn't even know yeah. happened. 
Really? You didn't know? Yeah. Yeah. That guy needs to be arrested. I had no idea that a Capitol Police officer got his eyeballs gouged out by a Trump supporter, by a Trump terrorist. That actually happened. Yes. Mm. But I think our biggest hit of the week was a tweet that you sent out, Eddie. Yeah, you know, and, uh, we you we had all like these these really uh these really like intellectual tweets that you were putting out, Katie, and like you're like having all this good analysis of the impeachment. And then just randomly one night I came across a tweet from um CNN of a of a of a dancing turtle. So <laughs> I deleted the dancing the turtle. It's a happy uh, tortoise. Turn up the dancing tortoise, and she's uh, getting sprayed by water and dancing. Yeah, this is, uh, you're listening to a turtle dance. Uh, Yeah, so like she's at the zoo, and they have a hose on her, and she's dancing while she's being sprayed by water. And apparently, this is what this uh, type of endangered turtle does. They actually. They seek out rain and they do this rain dance. So people at the zoo spray these turtles with the water and they just start dancing. It's very cute. It really is. And that got like a lot of likes. It was viral. (laughs) It went went viral. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before we we talk about dirty deets in the impeachment, anything else on, on your guys' minds? Anything that you wanted to bring up and uh, and clear the air with as far as the audience is concerned? Is anything they should know? Uh, no, I think we're going to get to it. Okay. Mm, I think we're going to get to it, too. <laughs> nothing you wanted to mention? Nothing at all? Uh-huh. Our dog barfed three times today. Excellent. <laughs> excellent okay the, who responds with excellent I, well I say what is I, wrong with you you're a monster <laughs> I say excellent because you're being transparent with the audience and they really wanted to know that they thought you were holding back okay the dirty deeds the dirty deeds an in-depth look at this week's most important stories the second impeachment of Donald Trump, the only president to be impeached twice. Shocker. Yeah. He should have been impeached a lot more than that, really. Honestly, he should have been impeached like every other week for something that he did. Uh, but yeah, it's a little background. In January, Trump was trying to overturn the 2020 United States presidential election results. And we covered that on this show, too. He did a lot of different uh Things like intimidating election officials, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there's more to talk about there, probably another show. But uh, then on January 6th, he led an insurrection with his supporters storming the U.S. Capitol, leaving five dead and 140 injured. So on the 13th of January, the House of Representatives of the 117th U.S. Congress, um, they adopted an article of impeachment against Trump of Incitement of insurrection. That's like the most serious charge ever uh, levied against a president. And uh, we'll tell you what happened in that impeachment trial. He was acquitted with a vote. But what led to that? And uh, that's what we're here to talk about here. Um, so I guess for for starters here, Trump's. Trump, you know, he he knew he was being uh, impeached, and he he tried to secure some 
good lawyers to defend him. And the lawyers were dropping off left and right, weren't they? Like they, they was getting an argument or w- w- leading I, up to this. Yes. I think they were concerned about being paid. I think that and they. No they, joke. That was not a joke, by the way. I know. Yeah. I know. Like I, know it's, I know it's not a joke. Paid. Yeah. They, they wanted to get paid and uh, they also didn't want to continue with Trump's big lie. And he was insisting that they did. Saying that. This is all a fraud, a hoax, anyone? Yeah. So he yep. he ended up settling on, um, I don't know, these these just doofus lawyers. Really, <laughs> like, just the, the worst lawyers you could. I, if you, like, I don't know, if you needed to hire a lawyer in a pinch, say you, I don't know, you, uh, you got a DUI or something, you wouldn't even want to hire these lawyers. Because I, I think... That they are, they're just like they're like the the worst lawyers you can find. Why, why did they agree to this? They were probably like um, they wanted to get their name out or something, right? Do you think it was like publicity? I, mean, I don't know because you have to assume that even like after like after this, whatever small career they had left was shot. No way, no way was their career shot. Like I agree, these did guys are shitty. Watch? I did not watch it. But I will tell you that 70 million people who voted for Trump, probably 50 million of them still like really support him. And the fact that they were uh, his lawyers, they'll probably get so much business from this because people don't pay attention. I, mean, I got was- Trump's lawyer that got him off the impeachment. Got, yeah, <laughs> they're going to get me off this DUI. My neighbor's uh, accusing me of peeing on his tractor, but I got <laughs> me a good lawyer. I got David Schoen. And Michael Vanderveen, Bruce Casher. Uh, those are his lawyers. Wasn't one of them uh, the lawyer for Roger Stone? Uh, I believe one of them had been at some point, and uh, I, I think it was this Bruce Caster. And and Bruce Caster was also uh, he was also uh, the attorney general in Pennsylvania. Mm. And or a former prosecutor in Pennsylvania, and he declined to prosecute Bill Cosby. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah, he declined to prosecute Bill Cosby. You can't go after America's dad. Yeah, he wears such colorful sweaters. There's no way he's a rapist. No, and I like the Jello. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can't prosecute Jello. Day one of impeachment. Here we go. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, day one was <laughs> pretty boring constitutional arguments regarding whether or not it was actually legal to hold the impeachment trial against former President Trump, which was completely irrelevant because he was actually impeached in the House while he was still in office. Right. Right. Yeah. And then it just took some time to actually have the the case go to the Senate. So this is just nonsense installing and uh, more of Mitch McConnell obstruction, right? Well, yeah. And, and the only reason it, it took time to go to the Senate was because Mitch McConnell made it take time to go to the Senate. Yes. He wouldn't let them send it straight over to the Senate from the House because they were on recess and he refused to call the Senate back from recess. That's classic Mitch McConnell, right? 
yeah, he very well could have and should have. So he's he sets up the obstacle himself and then he uses that obstacle as his defense. Yes. <laughs> like it's just it's like just so frustrating. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. And uh it, so it, the opening remarks uh, so this is part of the opening remarks uh, they're saying is it constitutional is it not constitutional? Uh Bruce Castor that's Trump's defense attorney he came out and said, here's one of the things he said, quote, the American people just spoke and they just changed administrations. Americans are smart enough to pick a new administration if they don't like the old one. And they just did. And that was one of his arguments. But that really has nothing to do with the case. And his yes, which was also super funny because uh, his client refuses to admit that he actually lost the election. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like they went in circles. See if you could here's a super cut from the recount of Bruce Castor, Trump's defense attorney, and see if you can follow any logic in any of his arguments during day 1 here. Here's it's here's what he said. Nebraska, you're going to hear is quite a judicial thinking place. Oh. Nebraska is a quite judicial thinking place. What does yeah. that have to do with the insurrection on January 6th at the U.S. Capitol? I don't know, but you're going to hear that Nebraska is a judicial thinking place. I'm pretty Ooh. sure he said that twice. <laughs> <laughs> Nixon no to four. watching this. This is entertaining. <laughs> you have no idea. At one point, <laughs> uh, the... the um, the guy in Georgia that they were trying to get to flip the elect the election, his name was like what was it like uh Brad something, right? Brad Roethlisberger. No, that's that's, that's a football like player, isn't he? Yeah. He's the quarterback from the Steelers. <laughs> that's well they, they might as well have brought him in. He probably would have done a better job. Yeah, yeah, that's Raffensburger. He called him Brad Roethlisberger in the impeachment (laughs) trial. Oh, boy. Uh, Back to Bruce Castor here. Here's more of his opening arguments. By the way, so we've learned so far in his opening arguments that Nebraska is a, we'll learn in a very, it's a very litigious thinking place. That should sway your your, uh, vote to either convict or quit. Judicial thinking place. Nixon to Ford, Ford to Carter, Carter to Reagan, Bush 41 to Clinton. It happens. I worked it. (laughs) It happened. That's an opening argument. But Bush to Clinton, Clinton to Bush or whatever that, you know, it goes. That uh, that worked. Bush. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bush to Clinton, Clinton to Bush to Obama to Trump. To Biden, it happens, folks. Yeah, it happens. In this building, forty years ago, I got lost then, and I wait. Hang on, yeah, we got to back that up. I got lost now. <laughs> Ford to Carter, Carter to Reagan, Bush forty-one to Clinton. It happens. I worked in this building forty years ago. I got lost then, and I still do. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. What does that have to do with it? What is happening? So after all of that, like they uh, at the end of day one, they concluded, yes, it is constitutional to go ahead and continue with this impeachment trial. 
Senate votes 56 to 44, constitutional to hear the case. Now, day two and three will sump into one here. <laughs> day two and three. Yeah. So, yeah. House impeachment managers made their main arguments during day two um, that President Trump knew what he was doing when he riled up his supporters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, the House oral arguments altogether, they used 10 of their 16 allotted hours. So day, day two, the House managers, they covered everything that happened before January 6th. Day two of their arguments was what happened on January 6th, if I'm following along. I didn't watch everything. Yeah. Well, kind of uh, like I, what I, I well, saw on the recap. Sort of. Yeah, I think so. I think sort of. Right. For the most part, yeah. And there's more to it than that, but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it kind of skipped um, around a bit here and there, but yeah. Okay. And here's a little bit of the House impeachment manager's opening arguments here, or uh, yeah, the, the opening, uh, yeah, argument. Uh, they actually played some video footage of this, and as Katie said, the the whole thing was the main argument is to uh, to 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 prove that Trump was rallying up his supporters on purpose, and uh, here is that they believed that they were following his orders. They said so. following my president. I thought I was following what we were called to do. President Trump requested that we be in D.C. on the 6th. Yeah. So like, what more do you need? They, so that's like a montage of video footage that the, the House impeachment managers put together of Trump supporters, as you heard, saying while they were there, yeah, Trump sent us. And then they had individual interviews with Trump supporters afterwards saying that, yes, Trump told us to be there on January 6th. Yeah, I mean, they weren't, like, interviews that the managers did, but they were... Yeah, like, uh, news clips. Yeah, from the guy, from the ones that had been arrested. Yeah. So that was, that's what happened on uh, on day two and three. There was more, obviously, but that's, like, the, the broad stroke of it. We now go to day four. I think a very important note for uh, that second day of the House impeachment manager's argument Oh. Is that 15 Republican, 15 give or take a few here and there, Republican senators most of the day were missing from their seats throughout the day. And one was they reading did, a book, right? Yeah. And Josh Hawley was sitting up in the upper level of the Senate just reading a book. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, yeah, yeah the Republicans, they weren't uh, taking this seriously. They weren't giving a shit about any of this. And it's really, that is important. I'm glad that you brought that up because there was a literal attack on the U.S. Capitol that the president of the United States incited and the people sitting in Congress, the same people that were in this trial, their lives were threatened and they weren't taking seriously uh, holding Donald Trump accountable. Well, and um, then you hear his lawyers talk yeah, and they clearly don't know what the hell they're talking about or like they can barely form like full sentences and you're like, okay, like we get it now. Like 
you know you're gonna win. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean they they, they could have had anyone up there. They could have. It really could have. They could have put our nine year old up there and won. Well, and the uh, the the defense, Trump's defense, and the Republicans in the Senate who are effectively jurors were having b- closed door meetings during this whole process. Ted Cruz. Lindsey Graham. Meeting with Lindsey Graham. <laughs> um, day four. We continue on. If you're not outraged yet. <laughs> day four. Trump's defense team used three of six. Only three of their 16 allotted hours for their bullshit defense. And not even a full three. I think it was closer to two and a half. So they they were not taking this serious. I mean, like the uh, the argument against Donald Trump was so ironclad. It really was, according to um, different legal people who are who know about law and stuff that I've been reading and different articles. They're like, yeah, this was, this was like a solid case, but the, and the defense really needed to work really hard to try to have any sort of argument against it. But they pretty much gave up. They, they didn't care. They just showed up to. To talk about Nebraska. Try. Yeah, they didn't, didn't try. even try. Um, so then senators started to ask questions. Both sides. That happened on day four. And then, but then why did Trump's defense, I, well, I guess there's no knowing, I guess the, the why is because they're idiots, but then Trump's defense during day four tried to say that the impeachment was, un, was, was constitutional cancel culture. Constitutional cancel culture. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. That's legal. New legal term. Yeah. Constitutional cancel culture. So if somebody tries to overthrow the government, it, you just like chalk it up to cancel culture when people get mad. I mean, like cancel culture, like they tried to cancel Liz Cheney. Or like Ooh. cancel culture, like the world tried to cancel Hitler. After he overthrew Germany, <laughs> right? It was just cancel culture. That's what happened. That's why Hitler went down. It was cancel culture in Germany. Is that control? They don't understand why you cancel insurrections. You don't. You don't cancel that. Yeah, yeah. Let I, that ride out. Or white supremacists. What? what are why you would you cancel about? those assholes? Yeah. Um. Don't cancel. The the defense also claimed that House impeachment managers were fabricating evidence in the trial. So that's also fabricating evidence, even though we had like all this this video footage, surveillance video footage, clear as day. You have the insurrectionists, the the domestic terrorists, the Trump terrorists going into the Capitol. We saw it all on live TV. They had all this security footage. We had footage that was shown of Mike Pence, like narrowly escaping death. And uh, then the defense team was saying, oh, you're making that up. That you, well, you still have. Yeah, you have a lot of these like right wingers that are still claiming that it wasn't Trump's base. It was Antifa it was posing Antifa, as Trump's yeah. base. And it was Antifa to blame for the January 6th attack on the Capitol. It wasn't Trump. It was all Antifa. Yeah, it was those liberals Antifa that wanted to go hang Nancy Pelosi. Wait, what? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, and really, uh. at the end of the day, like all they really need is for Fox and and OAN to be able to just get those little sound bites of them saying 
that House impeachment managers fabricated evidence, right? Whether right. it's true or not, all they need is just that soundbite. And here's a little bit of Trump's defense. Um, this is Michael Vanderveen. I think in this clip he calls the impeachment trial constitutional cancel culture and uh, other things in this clip. In short, this unprecedented effort is not about Democrats opposing political violence. It is about Democrats trying to disqualify their political opposition. Excuse me. It's about the Democrats upholding democracy because somebody just unleashed a mob to go kill all of Congress, you fucktard. <laughs> and Democrats had already like blatantly stated, like, we're not worried about Trump winning. We're worried about Trump running and losing. Right. Who said that? I forgot who said that. That was uh, one of the big quotes. Joaquin Castro. Yeah. It is constitutional cancel culture. <laughs> it's such a stupid. It's just like uh, it's just like using these keywords that make the that make GOP supporters and Trump supporters get all riled up. If you say cancel culture, then throw constitutional in there. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Buzzwords. Buzzwords. Yeah, thank you. Buzzwords. Is I looking for. History will, will, will record this shameful effort as a deliberate attempt by the Democrat Party to smear, okay. censor, and party. Yeah. cancel Fuck you, man. not just President Trump, but the 75 million Americans who voted for him. Yeah, that's what's happening. Because let me tell you, I think the Democrats would be doing this exact same thing if Hillary Clinton got a, an angry mob to go try to overturn the government after Trump won. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck that. Like, it doesn't matter what party. And the Republicans would have, like, wanted her in, in prison. I mean, they already wanted her in prison, but they would have, like, just crucified her. Probably literally. Um, they yeah. would have locked her up. Yeah. Mm. Oh, don't do. So that, that was, uh, that was day four. <laughs> Day four and a half, what happened? There was a news dump. There was. Four and a half. Day four and a half. We're, yeah, this is like. Four and a half. We're on Friday night here. <laughs> Friday night, okay. <laughs> Day four and a half. So Friday night, the Kevin McCarthy phone call. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin McCarthy, uh, House Minority Leader, called Trump during the insurrection and um, he told Trump to call off his dogs and Trump was like those aren't my people those are Antifa and Kevin McCarthy was like those are your people Trump said uh, windows right now Trump said well Kevin I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. The McCarthy said, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Kevin McCarthy told people about this conversation like right after it happened. So there was um, there was a statement made by somebody in the house named Jamie Herrera Butler who I had never heard of until this impeachment trial. But, yeah. And also, day four and a half, uh, 
Um, well, on day four, the president's defense counsel had lied and said that Trump never knew how much danger Mike Pence was in. But there was like this whole ordeal about a phone call made to Tommy Tuberville and Republican from Alaska or uh, yeah, Alaska, Alabama. Alabama. I always get those two mixed up. A.L. Alabama. uh, (laughs) And I somehow I somehow they accidentally called a different senator, Mike Lee and Mike Lee got involved, but they meant to call Tommy Tuberville, but they ended up talking to Tommy Tuberville. It was like this whole dramatic, drawn-out story. But they ended up talking to Tommy Tuberville. And in the midst of the attack, before he told, Tommy Tuberville told Trump that they had just pulled Mike Pence off the Senate floor and the Secret Service whisked him away. And this was before Trump sent out tweets demeaning Mike Pence and then as soon as Trump sent out those tweets demeaning Mike Pence was when the crowd started chanting hang Mike Pence Mike Pence is a traitor hang Mike Pence I mean they had brought the guillotine for him all along but that was when they actually started chanting hang Mike Pence and so his lawyers lied about that in yeah, the questioning and answer part of the trial. The other scary part with Mike Pence is, like, he has nuclear codes. Like, he has a nuclear briefcase, right? Yeah, he's got yeah. the nuclear football. Just so, in so, case something happens, as some, vice president, you're second in line. Like, you, like, they carry that with the vice president. So, like, how close were we for these insurrectionists oh. to get their hands on? The nuclear I football. Mean, Some toothless asshole in Am- Alabama could have had the nuclear football. It was so close. Like the the House impeachment managers did like these little reenactions where they showed uh they had like a little like diagram of the floor of the of the building on the screen, and there would be like a little red dot where the insurrectionists were. And like a little blue dot wherever whoever else was that they were tracking was. And I mean, they almost crossed paths. Yeah. I mean, and and like not only that, um, what you just described too is more evidence that Donald Trump was literally trying to have Mike Pence, Nancy Pelosi murdered. That way the line of secession would have been just completely thrown out of whack. And we we really would have been in a crisis in this in this country, and then he would have declared a national emergency, martial law sort of situation, and and remained in office. And that was his goal. That was his ultimate goal. Like Trump was literally willing to kill high ranking members of the government, and and, and attempted to do so. And he's not facing fucking consequences so I far. Agree. Yeah. I agree. That was his ultimate goal. He was trying to take out the line of secession. It really is just so scary and and um well let's get on to the vote so knowing all that all the evidence you would think uh yeah he's the guy's guilty uh he tried to overthrow the government day five the vote (laughs) so uh, senators took the vote and uh 
Well, I guess day five was whether or not to have witnesses, right? I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Day That's five, how, we start, how day five started starts that out early okay. that morning with a vote. You're right. They yeah, it was combined one. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't add witnesses to their docket or anything before this vote. So um, the the statement from from Jamie Herrera Butler. Uh, that was not in their evidence prior to the Friday night. And the, what was to sum up this statement from Jamie Herrera Butler that wasn't part of the evidence and that they were voting whether or not to include this. What was it essentially? Just sum it up real quick. Well, when they when they voted to add um, whether or not to add witnesses, they decided to vote against witnesses. But as long as Trump's team would let them add um a recount of her her statement and basically she said when mccarthy finally reached the president on january 6th and asked him to publicly and forcefully call off the riot the president initially repeated the falsehood that it was antifa that had breached the capitol mccarthy re- refuted that and told the president that these were trump supporters that's when, according to McCarthy, the president said, well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. Yikes. So, so all right. That into evidence that morning. So that goes into evidence. Then they voted. And then they voted. So then the Senate voted 57 to 43 to convict Trump of inciting the insurrection. And that was just short. Not just short. It was pretty short of the required two-thirds required by the Constitution, and then Trump was acquitted. Uh, but, however, seven Republican senators joined Democrats and independents voting to convict Trump, and that's the largest bipartisan vote for an impeachment conviction in U.S. presidential history, although I, uh, I'm i not really, like, that impressed by this, by people saying, yeah. oh, it was so bipartisan. No, this, this really I mean, wasn't a bipartisan issue. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about uh, the Constitution. And literally somebody tried to fucking overthrow the government and have members of the government murdered. That's what it was Literally given the evidence that was like handed to them. (laughs) I mean, it was it was pretty damning. And And they they chose to side with Mitch McConnell. Well, with their whole it wasn't constitutional to try him in the first place. Yeah, that's what uh, Mitch McConnell said. He said, this is how spineless these fucking idiot Republicans are. Mitch McConnell said that shortly before the vote that he would acquit Trump because of that constitutional thing. But he also said that the Trump was, quote, practically and morally responsible for provoking the events that day. So in other words, McConnell said, yes, the, the, the Democrats proved that he was guilty. However, I'm going to say that he's not guilty in my vote. What the fuck? Uh, Then Lindsey Graham did the same thing. Uh, He voted to acquit Trump. But uh, he and and actually he didn't even he didn't even like have that. Yeah, no, Lindsey just he just crawled right up Trump's ass hole even more. Yeah. (laughs) And and said that he's looking forward to campaigning with Trump with Trump during the 2022 election. Talked about going to golf with him in the next couple days. Get out of Trump's asshole. He's not the president anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but he is the head of the Republican Party. Trump is right. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I've heard he is. He I have, is. I've heard differing opinions on whether McConnell did this because Trump's the head of the Republican Party or whether McConnell did this because it was a power grab for him and he's trying to like kind of steer the Republican Party out of it and I mean he basically counted votes and he was going to lose power if he voted to acquit so well also um I I think it, it might even be remember like all the the compromise that um that that is on all of these Republican senators because they, I mean, there's they gotta be something. The, Trump has an enormous amount of power over these senators via Putin, and I, I think like that's something we can't forget as well. I, th- I think they might be really scared that things are going to come to light that might harm their political careers and their. Um, it has to be really bad though, because it, Republicans can literally deny the Holocaust and remain in office at this point. So uh, it has to be like really bad, like video footage of them. Uh, doing horrible things. I mean, like, what kills uh, me, though, yeah. is, like, these aren't positions that are supposed to be, like, lifelong careers. I know. You know? It's all like, fucked, right? <laughs> like, this is supposed to be, like, in and out. Like, you're supposed to be there for, like, a few years, maybe a decade max, and then you're on with your life. Like, this isn't supposed to be your fucking career this is supposed to be just a short-term job yeah but once they get a taste of that power they're like ah they can't leave um house speaker nancy pelosi did just announce that uh that congress is going to establish an independent 9-11 style commission to look into the insurrection um also donald trump uh if uh this is almost this is like mitch mcconnell's argument he says that you know since Trump was out of office, you can't impeach him. But that does leave, if you're, if you're following Mitch McConnell's logic, that does leave Donald Trump open to criminal charges in an investigation. And there are rumblings that that may be happening as well. I mean, his defense team in their opening statement said that this should be in the courts anyway. So bring it to court, but just not one of the courts that Donald criminally Trump- charge him if you're yeah. going to do it. Go ahead. You, they really should. Do it. Do it. Okay, we'll be, uh, be any final thoughts before we take he, our break here. Yeah. I think he should be criminally charged. Lock him up. <laughs> Lock him up. But I I will say I kind of like after the acquittal, like we knew this was gonna happen. I kind of don't want to hear about Trump anymore. No. Like, he's gone. Like just let him go hide in a hole. Yeah, till he yes and back. yes and no. I want to see him know, be held responsible for some of this shit. I want investigations like like real thorough investigations to happen. And if they find some something where he can be charged, oh, then do it. They'll find it. But I don't. I don't want to hear about him anymore. I really just don't. I mean, I I want, I, I want to. The only way I want to hear about him is if he's being held accountable in some way. Exactly. Otherwise, I'm done. I know. I had this sinking feeling yesterday. Like the thought crossed my mind that like all these lawsuits come to fruition and he just scathes right through them all. Like more, like more lawsuits just gets right through them again. That's or his, like yeah, his track record. Teflon better Don. yet, he he gets found guilty, but because he was the president they don't lock him up 
Yeah, the, the like the uh, the sentencing will be very lenient. Yeah, like he we'll just say, gets a little bit of house arrest. Or, or they'll something. say you have to do a PSA on YouTube. Yeah, do you think that's why he uh, took up residence at Mar-a-Lago? Because house arrest is at a resort. <laughs> Probably. I really, I, I the and it all makes me sick. Yeah, to even just consider. Whereas, like the average person, get gets thrown into jail for stealing a Snickers from Seven Eleven, and uh, that's more consequence than Donald Trump has ever seen in his life. Or they get shot. Yeah, or they get murdered. It's really yeah, like this country's fucked. Well, we can do better. These problems continue on, though. These same problems continue on in America because we still have can get better. We we being aware of what's happening. Is the first step in making it better. Well, we'll be right back, and uh, it's the lighter side of its news to us next couple of dumb stories after all of this. Just, you know, I think we need it. We'll be right back. Right up my alley. Okay. We're back. <laughs> what? I got to turn, turn her mic off. What are you laughing at so much there? <laughs> I, was, I was burping a lot during the break. <laughs> oh. Dead. No, you're not. Oh, what's so funny? I was making Katie laugh a lot. Oh, well, I still got it. It is time for the lighter side of its news to us. The lighter side of its news to us. News stories that won't make you want to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, or oh. maybe they will. <laughs> oh, like this this one that you had, Katie, you uh, were saying during the break, you mentioned it. Go ahead. Tell our wonderful audience what you were thinking. Oh, I just got this update on my phone, and it's the second news story I've gotten today that says, <laughs> sorry, emo- or, sorry, millennials, the laughing emoji isn't cool anymore. And that's like my go-to emoji. I use uh, it all the time. Really? Because yeah. I, I, I read an article just a couple days ago that was that said that the laughing emoji is what you do. You don't do LOL anymore. Yeah, who the fuck says LOL? This is backwards. Like, this is a backwards... I literally read something that said the other thing. So, they're saying that uh, in the news article you're referencing, Gen Z says that the laughing emoji is for millennials. So... How do how do how does Gen Z communicate that they're laughing via text? What do they do? Uh, Whoa! The skull emoji. What? Whoa. Like as in I'm dead. I'm oh, dead. Fuck laughing. you. I think that's some millennials <laughs> that do that. Or wait, um, I don't know, man. Like um, this kid Walid Muhammad told CNN Business. I stopped using it a while back because I saw older people using it like yeah. my mom. <laughs> He's 21. What's wrong with the laughing emoji somebody asked in a TikTok comment and then another responded, it's so off. Okay. Yeah. As a 15-year-old, I say you should use that because we sure aren't going to. <laughs> Here's another one that says it's bland. A 21 year old uh, told CNN Business, okay, 
Like, oh, we already uh, did that one. Uh, told okay, Cena, so I, I have wait, a wait, suggestion. Wait, I use laughing. I, I use everything but the laughing emoji. Quote and quote. What? I have a suggestion to yeah, combat yeah. this. Instead of using the laughing emoji, use the cactus emoji <laughs> if you're laughing. <laughs> I we'll like show, it. We'll show those young kids we'll what's up. Show those Gen Zers. Yeah, we'll we'll cacti this. Yeah, like yeah. come on, like you you think like just because people who are slightly older than you you start using the same stuff that you do in text that it's not Wait. cool. I mean, I, the, we're cool too. Are we at the age where we're? Bitching about the younger generation. Those damn hoodlums. Well, they started it. Are we literally no, they, at that age? No, we're not. We're not because they actually are picking on us. Yeah, you're right. I'm just Eddie. sitting they here doing my it. own. I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> they started it. They did start oh. it. I'm just sitting here using the laughing emoji, and now I'm being told I'm not cool. So fuck you. And I'm going to use uh, the eggplant and peach emojis to uh, say that I'm laughing. That doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, eggplant. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I feel like our text is going to get plant. really interesting from now on. Yeah. <laughs> What's take, your favorite? I, I, I'm going to take the eggplant back. Yeah. What's your favorite emoji to use, Eddie? Like um, the one you find. I mean, the, you you get the most joy out of using. I'm going to look at my text message right now. If you, let's all do this. Open up your like you're writing a text, and then if you uh, click on emoji, it'll tell you your most frequently used. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, mine's, like, literally the laughy emoji. Yeah, my most frequently used is laughing emoji, then smiley face, and then thumbs up, <laughs> then... Uh, or the, the cursing red guy. I use him a lot. That's you a good one. the middle finger. And the middle finger. <laughs> and the barf guy. Right. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, fine. Wait, wait. Yeah. I didn't get to say mine. I have thumbs up, laughing guy, the okay sign, <laughs> a unicorn. A I unicorn. Use, I use the unicorn a lot. Clapping hands. Uh, yeah. I have the waving. How about you, Eddie? What do you have? I just said what I had. You're not listening to oh, me. I wasn't paying attention. What did you I, have? I'm not doing it again. But also, uh, these Gen Zers say that LOL is okay and LMAO. And, you know, we invented that. Uh, so fuck you uh, again. I feel like LMAO is not okay. That's so dumb. It sounds too much like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> it sounds like a boy band. It's just too long. Yeah. Like, I'm done laughing by the time I can fucking type that out. When I could just hit a laughing emoji. Yeah. I'm just going to start typing out smart. rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs> Literally, you're going to type it all the way yeah, out. Yeah, but just type it all the way out. Well, <laughs> correct. will just start auto-entering it for you after a while. So if, yeah, exactly. Easy enough. And if we're going to be contrarians, millennials, I'll stop abbreviating shit like that and just start typing it out. Laughing out so loud. Years. Yeah, Gen Zers. Yeah. Because all they're doing is being I contrarian. I am laughing out loud right now. <sighs> I like it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. How do you guys feel about memojis? What are those? Have you guys made a memoji? No. What is it? You can literally make an emoji that looks like yourself. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. And why would I want to do that exactly? I so I can make all the emojis look like me, 
but in that like where I'm like thinking and I can take a I just figured selfie, this out today. I can like do the selfie pose, <laughs> but like it's my face. No, like you can do whatever you like watch. Well, as they're doing uh, that, uh, I think that I think that's a new iPhone feature because I don't think I have that. Yeah, it actually is. It's on the iPhone 12, I believe. Yeah, I don't have that. Oh, yeah, that's the wave of the future, though. Rub it in, and then Sorry. once emojis look like actual people, then guess what, Gen Z? You can't make fun of how people use an emoji because then you're being non-inclusive and you're being a jerk. So, and you're making fun of somebody's physical appearance. If I want to use a laughing emoji, but it's in my own like it, likeness, what are you going to say then? Because I'll take it personally. Can we all just stop using emojis? They're like the yeah. worst thing of our society <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Second to Fox News. The lighter side of its news to us. Uh, you know, uh, you guys know that you guys know Megan Fox, obviously, right? Megan Fox, the actress. Yeah, the, the who dat? Who is that? Sounds familiar. Who, who is that? Who dat? Who dat? Who is that? You know who Megan? No, I don't. Oh my god! This is why I like hesitate to bring up any sort of celebrity type story. You don't know who Megan Fox is? Kidding me? I know who Megan Fox is now. Uh, her boyfriend, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. You know who he is, right? Um. Yeah, he's in a uh, battle again uh, versus Eminem, from what I understand. Well, uh, Machine Gun Kelly says that he wears Megan Fox's blood around his neck in a necklace. Weirdo. Yeah, mosquito. And this story, so the story comes out, and like people are talking about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and the blood vial, but people easily forget that the same thing happened with. Um, Oh, God, what's his name? Billy, the guy who bad Santa. Oh, Billy Bob Thornton Billy and Bob... Uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, they did the same thing, remember? Yeah, the... I thought they were fucking weird at the time, too. Didn't yeah. Angelina yeah. Jolie, like, make out with her brother at one point, too? I'm sure she probably did. Yeah. That was a, like a, a Hollywood Brad rumor. Pitt and got normal-ish. But Machine Gun Kelly is wearing Megan Fox's blood in a vial around his neck. And, and then when I read this story, people are like, it's gone viral. I'm like, this already happened. Yeah, what's the big deal? I don't care. No, I think it is a big deal. Why? <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's why we're talking about it. What if, why what is if, this if, a big deal? <laughs> who fucking cares? Well, here's here's why. Because if you were to like come home tomorrow after work and tell Katie, I would like to get a blood sample because, and then she says, why? And you say, I'm going to make a necklace. How would that conversation go? I'd run. No, you wouldn't. I'd say no. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I would. No, I don't think you would. Uh, I would, too. We're going to try this tomorrow. <laughs> you can always, like, prick her in her sleep. Yeah, she probably... Don't yeah. give him any ideas. I don't want to wear blood. That's fucking stupid. Well, you should just show up one day with... Who cares? How, how are we talking about it? I don't care. I'm just trying to relate this to your life and how it might work. So, like, what if you were to show up tomorrow? Okay, okay, Eddie. If I did this, would you care? (laughs) Yes, I would. I would be very worried about you. If you, like, took Katie's blood while she was sleeping and made a necklace out of it. Okay, okay. How about this? How about a stranger you've never met in your entire life did this to someone else? And then you heard about it a couple days later. Would you care about that person? That argument is stupid because 
we're all friends here and our listeners uh, think of us as their friends too. So <laughs> I'm saying some random person you don't even know. Um, I don't no, know. I don't know you wouldn't. I don't care. know where you're going. You're never this. gonna meet these people. I'm Who talking. Cares? I don't care about these people. I'm talking about you. Like if you were to do this, I, the I brought up the topic because I'm saying if you were to try to do this in your life, how would it work out? But I'm not going to because I'm not a fucking idiot. But if you were to. Oh my god, if we if I was going to incite an insurrection. Okay, you just not you're not understanding what I'm getting at here. Let's no, let I'm me uh, hit a break and we'll come back. Uh those people again. Yeah. It's news to us. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Give me your blood. Give me your blood, just P.O. box. Give me your fucking blood. <laughs> It's news to us on Adobe Radio. Thanks for being with us this week, and a happy President's Day to you. We got like a minute left here. Um, I just real quick, guys. Yes, I just you know I'm sure if we could get Machine Gun Kelly on the show, he would want to wish Megan Fox a happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Happy President's Day. Yeah, yeah you, you want to wish wanna, her happy President's I, Day. I just want to do that by association that uh, Megan Fox, if you're listening, Machine Gun Kelly does wish you a happy President's Day. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for wishing me a happy President's Day. Yeah, you know, what about Katie? Katie, yeah. happy President's Day. Well, she won't give Thanks. me her fucking blood. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Actually, Betty. if yeah, you got to give up that blood, though. What are you doing? Why are you so stingy with your blood, Katie? <laughs> Give me that tiger blood. It's mine. <laughs> I want that tiger blood. I mean, next time you're like, you get a paper cut, just call Jason and uh, he'll come over with a vial. I'm just going to go rub it on his head. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't want it on me. Machine Gun Kelly's listening right now and he's getting very turned on by this conversation. <laughs> All right. What's his name? Ar- uh, Army? Arnie? Oh yeah, our Army Hammer's also listening, and he's yeah, uh, he's like salivating right now. Is that his real name, Army Hammer? Arnie, Army. I think his real name is Arm and, but Hammer? then he, he had it changed because it was yeah. Arm and Hammer. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. Army Hammer, isn't that isn't that a brand? Arm, Arm and Hammer. Yeah, yeah that's baking a brand. soda. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cleaning products. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm not arm and hammer. I'm army hammer, and I like to eat human beings. Big difference. <laughs> Don't get confused. Oh boy! Let's yeah. tweet at arm and hammer and see what they say. <laughs> arm and hammer. Do you have a good recipe for human ribs? <laughs> How do I keep those? Asking for a friend, army hammer. <laughs> yeah, asking for a friend. <laughs> army hammer. That has to be a real tweet. tweet, folks. Let's tweet That's that. How we write these. Let's make that a viral tweet. And then I'm gonna emoji with a laughing face. So fuck all of you. <laughs> there we go. All right, bye everybody. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Oh my god. Fuck. What? Get him off the goddamn show. What do you want at the end instead? Not that. Anything but. I don't know. We gotta we gotta find something yes, classy. Nothing, it cannot be Trump. So I can't. Classy. I can't do it. <laughs> Please. Uh, 
I don't want to hear his fucking voice ever again. Trump's not classy. All right, we'll figure it out. How about this? How about Katie just saying we're classy as fuck? Yeah. There we go. <laughs>